0: Welcome to the latest episode of the Rethrive podcast. I'm your host, Monique Fisher, and today we're just going to dive right in and talk about the seven chakras of the body. So, for those of you who don't know what the seven chakras are, they are seven different key energy centers in our body and they are placed along our spinal column. And so each of them have a different color and basically how they work is that they are the gateway through which our spirit affects our physical body. So located along the spine, um, we start with our root chakra, which is the color red. And this one is located right around your tailbone. So your root chakra is most dominant from when you are born to the age of seven. So these are the developmental years where you develop all of the programs and I guess conditioning, you could call it, from your parents, from your teachers, um, from anybody that's sort of significant in your life from the ages of zero to seven. So these are where you sort of get your I am statements from. So for example, if you're a child and you know, you're a bit of a rat bag and your parents, um, you know, constantly tell you that, you know, you're a little shit. Oh, I hear this so often. I was actually walking through the shops the other day and this poor little boy, um, and I'm a mother myself, so I can totally understand the frustrations of your own children. I totally get it. Um, but it just sort of dawned on me, this lady was walking through and obviously she had enough of her child for the day and he chucked a tantrum on the floor in the shopping center. And she just said, you're such a little shit. And then she got up, uh, then she picked him up and then she, you know, picked him up and kept walking and he was screaming his head off and she was like, you're such a cherd, you're such a little shit. And I turned to my oldest daughter and I said, he's probably not, but okay. And so, you know, at that age you are literally programmed and conditioned to believe what you are as a person. Um, So, for example, the way I grew up, it was – Um, I was labelled or born into Mormonism, so all my sort of um, affirmations came from I am a Mormon, I am a Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I am, um," I don't know, there were so many like different sort of affirmations and statements that I had learned and that I'd picked up and sometimes they're subconscious, sometimes they just sort of run in the background and... You don't really understand and and know them consciously until you get older. So, for example, mine was that I was never worthy in the eyes of God because you know God's the all-powerful, perfect God, and as as humans here on this earth, we're trying to become like Christ and trying to become him um, and to be him. And yet we were also told on the opposite hand that we would never amount to perfection anyway. So it sort of left us in this, um, you know, middle ground of like, okay, well, what are we? We're not good enough for that. Um, But, you know, we can't really access our divine potential and our divine being. So, you know, we're always going to fail anyway. So that one, we're not worthy and two, we're not good enough. So um, that's basically the basis of the root chakra. So it's all about our being and our affirmations of our I am statements. So really have a think about it and I guess look a bit deeper into your subconscious and and realise what you're saying to yourself. So for myself for years I used to tell myself that I am fat and it wasn't until I sort of realised how much of a, a negative effect that was having on my body and I was literally manifesting myself to stay a larger size because I didn't believe that I was worthy of anything else. Um, Another one is, yeah, I'm not good enough. So um, I am a failure. That's another really good one as well that a lot of people are running on. Um, So really, yeah, I just, I, I challenge you to sort of just stop and think about all of the things that you really say that start with I am when you look in the mirror bring those thoughts to the light so that you can actually transmute them and rewire the way you're thinking and talking about yourself so that's the root chakra the color red so the second chakra is called the sacral chakra which is orange and so this chakra is from the ages of 8 to 14 and this chakra is all about how we feel so this is to feel feel our body's um, sensuality, sexuality um, this is where our sort of creative feelings come from and, and tapping into that sort of creative power. Um, so obviously this is the age between the ages of eight to 14 this is where we're going through puberty so this is when those um, sort of feelings are quite heightened and, Unfortunately for a lot of children at that age or through those seven years of ages, a lot of children are being suppressed. Their feelings are being suppressed due to religious beliefs in my case, due to parents' programming about how they grew up um, and around their sexuality and sensuality of their cells. So, the sacral chakra to me, and that was part of where I sort of started rethrive because, to me, it was all about that um, unleashing and you know are we're, we're we're living here right, but we're all going to die one day, and do we want to just die without really tapping into that power that we have? um, and especially for women, our divine feminine, this is where our divine feminine, this is the seat of our divine feminine in our pelvic bowl. So, um, this sacral chakra has to do with all of our sexual, um, sexual reproductive organs. And, You know, I know a lot of women who have endometriosis and PCOS and all of these different um, infertility or fertility issues or even just menstrual issues, and I myself was somebody who did struggle with that um, until I healed myself, and all of these have to do with your beliefs around your sexuality and your sensuality. So once again, I challenge you, really have a feel into what your beliefs are around how you feel about yourself, how you feel about um, your body and what you feel and your beliefs connected to your sexuality and your sensuality of yourself. So the next chakra is the solar plexus. So this is chakra number three. This is yellow in color and this sits just at the bottom of our rib cage, so sort of in the middle of our spine. Um, So in between the navel and the rib cage. And this chakra is one of my favorites because this is where we get our power from. This is where, you know, being yellow in color, think of it as the sun. So think of it as that burning fire within you. This is where we get our motivation from. This is where we take action from. This is where we act on those decision-making Skills that we have. And so, if you potentially have an underactive or an overactive um, thyroid, what am I talking about? Um, Solar plexus chakra, or it's potentially blocked, then it could lead to um, feelings of sort of indecisiveness or confusion. If it's overactive, Um, I know for myself, it was previously overactive and you can be in that sort of anxiety, sort of hurrying mode. Um, It can be connected to digestive issues. So if you've ever had anything to do with your gut health, really start to have a look about... Um, at your solar plexus chakra and see and tap into, you know, are you feeling motivated? Are you taking action in the right direction? Are you making those decisions that are serving you and not doing you harm? So the ages uh, for this is between the age of 15 to 21. So the next chakra I want to talk about is the heart chakra. And it is right between your breasts for women, obviously, for men too. And this chakra is the color green, which is my favorite color. And this chakra is all about, you guessed it, love. So this chakra is how, um, how we can learn to be loved and how we love others. And ourselves so obviously ourselves first and foremost foremost and then how we love others so this is between the ages of sort of 22 to 28 so that's sort of the seven year gap and obviously in these years this is where as young adults we form those relationships with people and many of us myself included um, get married between these seven years and so we learn all about love and unfortunately, some of us learn to, so I sort of want to tap into here as well, just quickly, that the left side of our body is our feminine and the right side of our body is our masculine. So our left side is to receive. So when you think about it, fem, uh, females are literally like our core center Um, and our our anatomy is to receive. And for a male, our masculine energy is to give. So that's our right side of our body. So sometimes when it comes to love, we can be quite imbalanced. And I see this in a lot of women that we are really, really depleted and um, sort of really lacking in that power of receiving because we have given 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 so much so we're sort of living in our masculine state and we put ourselves last and we are putting out our love for everyone else our husbands our children our job our you know community and so this is that time in our life where we really sort of need to tap into our love for ourselves, and really sort of come back to centre and create that equilibrium between our um, chakras and, like I said, mainly our heart chakra and really tap into our love for ourselves. And I know for myself, fortunately, that was the time in my life that I really started my own self-love journey. And, yeah, I just had this yearning to learn more about how to love myself. So that's really cool as well. The next chakra, number five, is the throat chakra. So this is from the ages of 29 to 35. And if you're like me, this is the part that you're in at the moment. I am um, turning 31 this year, so this is right up my alley and r- I'm right in my element with this. So your throat chakra is all about how to express yourself. And I'm talking about through communication, how we express through word, Um Singing, I myself love to sing. If you haven't seen my um, videos on uh, Facebook or Instagram, so this is where we really start to knuckle down and speak up for ourselves and start to go, you know what, this is not the life I want to live. I mean, if you're happy with the life you live, 100% great. Like, I think that's freaking awesome that you found you know, your vibe and you're living life and you're doing you and that's awesome. But if you were like myself, um, my old self, where you were sort of just going back and forth with, you know, what you wanted to do and you didn't feel like you were stepping into that sort of own power, um, these seven years are the years that you just pretty much go fuck it. I'm going to express myself however I like to, and I don't care about anyone else and what they think. And I think that's a really beautiful and powerful thing because this is where, when it comes to communication, this is where we can be honest and not just honest with others, honest with ourselves. So I actually shared a thing on my Instagram the other day about um, as I was reading this book that I was reading on the chakras, and it said that obviously the throat chakra is, can be related to throat issues, tonsillitis, thyroid. Um, it's all sort of in that same vicinity. And as a child, I used to get tonsillitis. I kid you not, I used to get it at least once a month. And it's because I used to lie to my parents all the time. I knew I didn't like the religion. I knew it wasn't for me, and I've talked about that in previous episodes, and I knew that it wasn't my truth. Yet here I was sort of, I guess, forced to speak what I believed about this religion and so and communicate it. And so I used to get ton- tonsillitis all the time because I constantly lied to my parents Um, I constantly lied to myself about what my truth was, and I constantly lied to myself about, you know, how I wanted to express myself, and it was dampened. And so I really urge you, especially if you've got children um, that do get tonsillitis, really start to tap into how they're expressing themselves and are they – are they given that space to really speak up for themselves? Because I think that's a really important one. Sometimes we don't allow our children to speak up for themselves and communicate in loving ways. And sometimes we fail to set those examples for them. So that's a really important one to sort of have a think about. The sixth chakra is our brow chakra, um, and it's also commonly known as our third eye chakra. So this is between the ages of 36 to 42. And this is where this is where our perceptions come from. So this is where we really start to tap into that intuition that we have. So that third eye. I actually um, had a client that I came across a few months back, and we were talking about meditation, and she shared with me an experience that she had. That um, as she was meditating, and as she meditates quite regularly, she has this burning feeling in the um, in the in the area of where her third eye is. I thought that was really powerful because she she shared with me that she used to you know see certain visions for her life and that's what it's all about we're learning how to open up that third eye and that brow chakra so it's just between the um, eyebrows and we're learning how to open that up and we're learning how to connect with our higher self and really I guess visualize this is where our visualizing comes from when we meditate this is where we visualize how our life is perceived to be so think about that. When there was the last time you did some meditation and you had images come to your head, well, that's where your visualizations are coming from, your third eye. So our lucky last chakra, which is number seven, lucky number seven, is our beautiful crown chakra. So this one actually isn't part of your body. This one actually sits about, well, it's probably about a few inches just above your head. And this is to know your true divine essence. So from the ages of 42 to 49. And so this really is about tapping into connecting to the divine and opening up our, I guess, energy systems and opening up our body and our soul so that we can really drop into the alignment of who we are and who we are put here to be. Um, and obviously, with all of them, you know, being aligned and connected and, and healthy and open, allowing everything just to flow um, and living in the now. And so, I think that the crown chakra is a really important one to focus on because sometimes when we are living in our head, we can tend to sort of just get wrapped up with our daily things and wrapped up with everything that's going on around us and all of the thoughts in our head and we've got to do this. And, you know, we're rushing and racing from one thing to the next. But I challenge you once again, a lot of challenges in this podcast, but I challenge you once again to just really tap into I guess meditate for a start because I think that that's probably one of the biggest tools that I've used in the last 12 months that's been really powerful for me. So meditating, um, I I really highly urge you to meditate. And there's different meditations for the different chakras, um, but meditating so that you can practice connecting to source. So your source can be anything you want it to be. It can be Gaia, it can be God, it can be universe, it can be uh, Buddha, it can be whatever you want it to be. So they all run on the frequency of love. And I think that that's what this lesson um, and that's what this message and lesson is what we're here to learn in this lifetime is that being truly connected through our crown um, and you know, to know who we are truly and live in our divine essence and nature is to love. And that is our state of equilibrium, is just in a state of love. So with those seven chakras, there are a number of different modalities that you can have those assessed. So basically what we want to know is are our chakras healthy and open. Um, so the word chakra actually has to do, like it's a Sanskrit word and it actually, the sort of base meaning of it is wheel or spinning disc. And so a healthy and open chakra is, um, the disc sort of spins, the energy center sort of spins. So it can be blocked. It can be sort of underactive or it can be overactive. So it can sort of be spinning slowly. It can be sort of blocked altogether, or it can be spinning at quite a a high sort of vibration rate. And so basically, like I said, there's a lot of different healing modalities and a a lot of different um, methods that you can use to assess how, where, you know, what your chakra's you know, whether they're healthy, whether they're blocked, whether they're underactive, overactive. And so, um, yeah, if you want to know more about it, we've actually got a chakra healing workshop coming up and, um, I'll post the details in the show notes and this is this is where I get to teach you all about the chakras. So if you're sort of thinking that you may be blocked in one or two or even three um, or if you've got some that you sort of feel really strong within and or some that you feel that you're a bit weaker and you're wanting sort of an assessment, um, I really urge you to sort of <laughs> Book him for our workshop because I think it's going to be amazing. And I think that there is so much more to learn and that we can share with you. And, um, yeah, we really hope that it's something that, you know, you can take within your life and use the tools and strategies to live in alignment and really truly step into that power within you and, and be who you are. So I'm going to end the episode there today. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And if you had any questions whatsoever, you can contact us on Facebook or, um, Instagram I almost at the mind blank there, um, at rethrive or at Monique Fisher one. And, um, yeah, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week and much love to you all. We'll talk to you again soon.